We got questions. 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 We got questions. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the bridge. I'm Britain. Captain Britain, that is. Hi, and I'm Pat. We have ads now, so you may have noticed. You don't want ads? Well, Soyagers, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. And not only get ad-free episodes, but you also get them all at once, instead of having to wait, like everybody else, for them to trickle out over the week, like a man with an incredibly large prostate trying to urinate. Also, (laughs) if you're super cool and pay us $5 or more, we mention your name and say thank you to cool folks just like... Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Jonah Hearn, Jordan Hale, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, David Craning Sites, Adam Zendel, Cappies, Emma Glavish, and Electric Baphomet, all of whom are cool as hell and deserve to pet your cat. So if you have a position... Or if you, have a, if you have a cat and you're in a position to let them pet your cat, fucking let them pet your cat. Everyone loves petting a cat. cat. Speaking of petting a cat, come over, come over here, little lady. Come over here, zebra. I see you. I see your little face. Come here. Yeah. yeah come here for scratch. Yeah, good, good girl. Okay. Good girl. Um, also, if you give $10 or more a month, you get access, full access, to my Plex server, The Media Dungeon, which has about 15,000 films and 450-plus shows updated daily with new stuff just like both Ghostbusters cartoons, the real Ghostbusters, and extreme Ghostbusters. I also got all of the Weird Al show and every single episode of Insomniac with Dave Attell. I really liked the Extreme Ghostbusters when I was a kid. Yeah? yeah. Cool. Did you uh, Extreme Ghost bus to it? I mean, it did have a hot goth girl. They, that, that's one, that's oh, one thing yeah. that they did. Oh, like, they introduced a hot, hot goth girl like, Ghostbuster. Like Abby from NCIS? Except this one was cool. She was like kind of... Sweet, Abby from sweet, NCIS is cool. <laughs> You know, my mom really hated it. They hated that uh, Abby from NCIS. Yeah, that's because your mom sucks. Yeah, she was just like, there's no way someone that looks like that would have that sort of job. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't she like a contractor, though? Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. But yeah, it was just funny. But I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, that's why I watched the uh, stream Ghostbusters pretty regular. I'm like, ooh, hot got girl show. It had, uh, also had Carlton in it. Oh, yeah. So once again, that's uh, patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. That's dumb idiot and the letters BS, which stand for bullshit, but they also stand for begrudging sorority, which is not a coincidence. <laughs> All righty. So uh, we've, we've got listener questions for the first time. Uh, this one, uh, we got all these from our, our Discord server. Our Discord server is very active. A lot of people talking no. there, so I'm like, you know what? We uh, we've got eighty some episodes under the belt. Uh, we don't talk much about ourselves, you know. We do in a perverted no. way, but you know, maybe we should uh, maybe we should uh, field some questions, let people ask us some stuff. So, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, first question: 
Penis curvatures, please. <laughs> uh, I'm not, not yeah, mine, mine, mine has like a nice upward curve. Like uh, a lot of yeah. people, like uh, especially like with G spots, or like yeah, the curve is like perfect. Like especially in like missionary, <laughs> just punching right on that G spot. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a, a nice upward curve to my dick. Yeah, it's it's one. Yeah, mine mine's like the the kind of curve you see in a lot of like dildos and stuff like that. Like it's uh <laughs> it's the one that that's like that people see and they're like, oh, nice. Not the one that's like, yeah. why is it so far to the left? You know, which is what people ask yeah. about my politics as well. So, yeah, I I have a more right type uh, angle on it, but yeah. Do you say right type of angle on it? Yeah. Is it alt right? Not all right. No, no, no. Good. Good. Cool. But it's kind of great that way. Well, we got that one answered. Uh, next, we have <laughs> a uh, question. Um, what are y'all's top three shipped couples? Can be anyone from Trek. Oh, so we can put anybody we want together. Any, any two people, any two top ships. I'm actually going to go for my, I think, top three spiciest ships. Um, mm, go for it. Okay, so... Uh, I'm going to start with Kira and Jadzia Dax. I think yeah, those, I like those, that. those two belong together probably more th- than anyone the two of them actually ended up with, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we've got, um, I'm going to say Jake and Nog. Hmm. Yeah, I think they they have an odd couple energy. You know, when they started living together, they were getting on each other's nerves, and I think a lot of that was sexual tension. <laughs> they didn't know how to process it yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like plus, like when um, when Nog was interested in girls, you know, that's when he was still very much, you know, still uh, play acting as a friend. You know, he didn't really realize his true self yet. But, mm-hmm. you know, Get, you know, get uh, turned his back on on uh, on the way of greed and and going more into starfleet. Mm-hmm. Maybe my spiciest one here is going to be um, Captain Archer and Trip Tucker. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's more that I want to see that. Yeah, I mean, they were always having dinner together, and they just had the beard, you know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. pull there, you know, just like. Oh yeah, you know, just keeping them from uh, from fucking, um, from their carnal lust. Yeah, from fucking yeah, they're just like they're that when she wasn't there, just like man, mm-hmm. that's a pull. Sure is hot. They like chopping and code. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, <laughs> good distraction. All right, what are your top three ships? Ah, uh, I would like. I mean, I always wanted Kira to be with someone that wasn't Odo. I thought that was gross. Oh, yeah. Well, she was. She was with um, Vedic Burial. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. She was always with the worst people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And, uh, hmm. I think Odo should have ended I, up with uh, Luxwana Troy. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, I think, you know what? Like, maybe a Kieran Wharf type thing. Kieran Wharf. Interesting. I could kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah, especially after Gabzia dies, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that, that could have been something. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else do I have? 
uh, wait, I had shit. I mean, obviously, O'Brien and, uh, and Julian, I think that would have worked out pretty well. I mean, that's pretty normal. I'm sorry, did yeah, you say uh, O'Brien and Julian? Yeah. Yeah, Bashir. Sense, yeah, that's 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 pretty that's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he's, he's it's more like O'Brien is just in the middle of like uh, love, like triangle or square or something. Yeah, they should have gone fully into the polyamorous relationship where yeah. it would just been like yeah, because there's like um, yeah, because like Kira should have been like in a thruple with them, and then Bashir and mm-hmm. him and Garrick should have also been a thruple. Like, and then, of course, Keiko is in there as as, as a you know as a wife and oh yeah, you know. that's what I was talking about. Like uh, Keiko and mm-hmm. um and Kira should have been a yeah. thruple for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, with but in that thruple. Oh yeah, and then yeah, and then like the, the Julian and Garrett. Um, oh, I guess like how how about this? How about here's here's maybe a better question. What is your top thruple ship in all of Trek? Because I feel like there's almost better thruple ships. I mean, you got the classic yeah. of uh, you got you know Kirk, Spock, and Bones, classic ship there. Mm. You've got uh, Kira, O'Brien, and um, uh, Keiko. You've got O'Brien. You have, uh, Riker, you have Riker, Picard, and Minuet. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. You've got you've got Riker, um, Riker's Everything. hand, and Riker's <laughs> other hand. <laughs> Actually, that would have been a great one. Or it was just like um, Will Riker and Tom Riker end up together. Yeah, no, that uh, that like would make sense. Yeah, that would have been fun. He like he, he's just like invites everyone to to the wet to his little wedding. He's just like you know, I found the most perfect person in the entire world. <laughs> Me. He walks himself <laughs> down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. They actually go and create another um, transporter clone to walk. Uh, <laughs> To walk Tom down the Tom down the down the aisle. Uh, <laughs> like Tom, up, Tom I go by Dom now. You have a transporter clone gets down there and be like, "Boy, you die!" And then, then it just goes on from there. And then like they get greedy and just keep, keep making more and more transporter clones until they're like just like a um, complete like orgy of Rikers. Maybe that's what you would would call like a bunch of Rikers together. An like, orgy, orgy of Rikers? Yeah, yeah, or a group sex of Rikers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like three Rikers is a thruple. Four is an orgy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they would. They wouldn't stop. They would have like twenty of them all in like. <laughs> be, a, a, be an entire ship. It's the entire uh, the entirety of Titan uh, complement. <laughs> ship, ship full of Rikers. Yeah. I, I would watch ship full of Rikers. That'd be an awesome show. <laughs> Too many Rikers. Yeah, that would be great. Never too many Rikers. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we got a, a more serious question. Uh, listener asks, Britain, how much does your cat weigh? Mm. Uh, last time I checked, last time I took her to the, the, the vet, uh, she was like 16 or 16 and a half pounds, I think. Uh, when I got mm. her, she was 22 almost pounds. She was the fattest thing, um, the just the biggest girl. Uh, I got her at uh, Paws or yeah, um, uh, adoption center over in uh, U District here in Seattle, and uh, you know they have a thing there where you like fill out a questionnaire and stuff, and they try to match you with certain cats based on your personality. And so they matched me mm-hmm. with these three different cats, and none of them were Z. 
And, uh, you know, the cats were all really nice and they were cute and fun and, and whatever. But, like, Z had been there. They, they told me, like, I you know, Z, Z was there and she's a big old fat cat. She was just hanging out, sleeping and stuff. And, like, the, you know, I, I was drawn to her for some reason. And so I went and pet her and she was really just so nice, like the nicest cat. And so I, I asked him, like, what about, what about this cat? Uh, what's, what's the deal with her? And they're like, oh, she's actually been here the longest out of any, any of the cats. Like, she's been here for like a year and no one's adopted her. And I was like, that sucks. Um, you know, because a lot of people, and she was like six years old and whatever, a lot of people don't want to, you know, just adopt like a middle-aged fat cat who's not like active and stuff. That doesn't sound super fun. And she can't like jump or anything like that. She has bad knees and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, she's 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 the loveliest little lady. She brings joy into my life. She's a, she's a big fat fatty, but a lot less fat than when I got her. And uh, she pees a lot. And so I was like, she probably has diabetes. So I took her to the, the, the vet and they tested her and they're like, no, she has surprisingly low blood sugar. She doesn't have diabetes. She just pees a lot. So got a big fat fatty who pees a lot. She's loving my life. Wouldn't yeah. trade her for I never anything. knew. Yeah. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure myself how, how much she weighs. Like I can't get close enough to, to pick her up. So I don't know if like, it's like all like fluff weight or. A lot of it's just like extra skin. Like she, she looks about the same size as when I got her until she like sits mm -hmm. down and then you can tell it's like a bunch of extra skin, but it used yeah. to be like, she just looked like a giant throw pillow. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's wonderful though. Hey lady, come here. I'll give you pets. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know where she is. All right. Got an, got a, got a, another question after this. You ready? You ready for this one? Go for it. This this yeah. one I actually had to think quite a bit about. Uh -oh. Would you rather work for third? Uh, sorry, would you rather work for Section Thirty One or be assimilated by the Borg? Probably assimilation. Probably assimilate. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would work for Section Thirty One. Yeah. Probably doing some bad stuff. I mean, the Borg do some bad stuff too. True, but it's kind of like almost like death. Is it? it kind of feel. I mean, you're like a zombie, yeah. so you're like still doing stuff, and I feel like your brain's still active because you're not dead because they can still like take you out of it. Well, I I think your mind joins like a collective on you know collective consciousness. You know, you probably lose your identity and just become part of like a a single. A, like a single thinking organism almost really that that doesn't sound so bad yeah i could probably live with it yeah except for like their bad tactics like i feel like the borg kind of a bad rap right yeah yeah i mean uh, maybe i would join the gerardi and, and, and be put on the um on the space vagina ship oh That'd yeah you're definitely cool. a gerardi you're so a gerardi. <laughs> I, sh I should make gerardi like t-shirts people would buy those <laughs> People love Girardi. I don't think anyone would buy them. Everyone hates the Girardi. Or yeah, it was <laughs> something with like the the Borg collective like logo and then her face and like uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Really hoping for her uh, her appearance in uh, season three of Picard. That'd be so. That'd be amazing if she ended up. <laughs> 
if she ends up being the villain, uh, <laughs> thankfully I won't have to, um, you know, like review any of the bullshit that I said I'd have to review because it's gonna yeah. be <laughs> fucking dog shit at that point. But if if they do that, I will go ahead and uh, review the first season of Picard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give yourself, give yourself, um, like uh, complete mental anguish. Yeah, yeah. That would. I mean, it's. I, I reviewed the f- complete second season of Picard, so I feel like nothing can be that bad, right? No, I've already been to the bottom yeah. of the barrel. Yeah, really. Yeah, season two. I like season two is definitely worse than season one. Easily, like, easily by an alarming degree. Like mm. I was just like. Well, it can only go up from here, and I was wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, how about you? Would, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely rather be assimilated by the Borg. Like Section Thirty One is like making a conscionable choice to do something terrible, whereas with the yeah. Borg, it's like you're part of a hive mind at that point. Even if you're doing terrible things, it's like you're not really in control. And it seems like mm-hmm. everything is like. You know, the Borg ships are hot. They're, like, super climate-controlled. And you know me. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been into my, my condo. Like, I keep this thing oh, fucking burning up. And, like, I, that that's not good enough for me. Like, I still have to go sit in a hot tub for, like, two hours every night that is illegally hot uh, in order <laughs> to, like, not feel cold all the time. Wow. Yeah. I, I just... Well, I cannot stay cold. <laughs> gosh. I, we have the opposite problem. I can I cannot... I cannot get warm. It, it's a it's a stinker. <laughs> it's a real stinker. And no no Patreon or no uh, no no listener question. I am not anemic. I don't I don't have an iron deficiency. I'm just uh, I'm just still kind of a twink. All right. And I was born in Alaska. And I've always been cold. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. Here's a fun question. Who's your favorite Patreon patron? Hmm. I mean, I feel it's hard to answer because I don't know them all. That's true. You don't really do all the the interaction like I do, and I don't think you know exactly which of yours and our followers are the patrons, unless they tell you. Yeah, I mean, I do know I do a few. You know, you know, one carnally at least. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about sex. You have sex with one of our patrons. But you know what? I'm gonna do the do the um, the mom thing. You know, I love all of my Patreon yeah. subscribers. That's really nice of you. That's very nice of you. <laughs> um, yeah. I mention all the ones I love the most because uh, they give us five dollars or more every month. <laughs> you know their names because I mention them on every episode. People just like Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Ian Kent. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, we, we love all of our children equally. If you, if you mm-hmm. may be Sophie's choice, um, our, our Patreon patrons, um, you know what I'd say? Mm. I'd say, fuck you, Nazi. You can't kill my children. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, I just, you, actually, you, you I just actually watched Sophie's Choice not too long ago. Yeah? Yeah. Did you, uh, you get good. off? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought uh, what's his face Meryl Streep did an excellent accent, and they had uh, the guy, the little weird guy from um, Ghostbusters Two in it. I thought he was great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did did you? Oh yeah, he, the guy, the little weird guy. He was also in Mr. Bean. 
or Bean, yeah, Bean, the Mr. Bean film, and uh, and uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. You're totally right. Yeah, that that that's a real <laughs> classic there. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just sad because he did such a great dramatic role in Sophie's Choice, and I always knew him as like the weird little dude that just did funny things. So, so under- not a listener question, but a personal question. Do you think Sophie made the right choice? Uh, yeah. Well, who she choose? She chose uh, the son, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's. I feel like, you know, it's hard to make like a good choice in that sort of scenario. Yeah, but what if what if that like what if the boy like grew up to be Joe Biden? <laughs> oh God! Yeah. You know, and it's funny because like the Sophie's Choice thing, like um, me and my brother used to always pose this question to my mom. I love that you did that to your mother. That's so evil. <laughs> we we did the we did the uh, uh, you've seen the movie The Good Son, right, with Macaulay Culkin no. and Eliza Wood. No. What? Oh my god, the movie fucked so hard. Uh, Macaulay Culkin plays like a serial killer little kid, hmm. and um, uh, Eliza Wood is his cousin, and his parents die, and so he goes to live with uh, Macaulay Culkin's parents, mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't want uh, now. I can't. Really, I don't want to really go on the spoiler I'll, I'll, too much. I'll put it in my server and watch it. You said the good son. The good son, yeah. The good son. It's such a great role. Like, yeah, but Tony Falcon plays a little psycho who kills people, and like they do a thing where and we keep broken Eliza Wood into like committing crimes with him. And oh, that's uh, fun. but there's a scene where like the mom has to choose between um, saving the Tony Falcon or um, Eliza Wood getting banging off the cliff. And me and my brother always pose this question to my mom, like, you know, we watched it with her when we were kids, and they're like, okay, well, what's one of us would you choose? And she'd be like, I would say both of you. I would swing Matthew over on uh, onto you, and he would crawl up you, and then I would use my other hand to lift you up. I'm like, okay, okay. She's okay. like, but, who do you think you are, bitch? Captain there. Picard? Like, you can't do action uh, like that. Like, who, who do you think <laughs> you are, bitch? Captain Picard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but I didn't realize, yeah, it's kind of like a Sophie's Choice type thing, you know. But I feel like, but then again, like, she had to choose between, like, a kid, her child, who she, at that point, she realized was a serial killer, and the kid whose parents decide. So it's, like, hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. How about, uh, the, the, here's a fun question. The right up our alley. I've, I think I've got several answers just off the top of my head. But uh, what, what, in your opinion, is the horniest episode of Star Trek? Like, and probably because each like series kind of has like a horny episode, like, right? That, um, that's, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, you know what? Every, every each one of them has their own uh, the naked now, basically. Yeah, like or na- naked then, time and, rather. Yeah, yeah, and um, and DS Nine has uh, has a has a naked time episode where like looks on as Troy's menopause or whatever. Uh, like, I think it's called fascination. Episode. I want to say. Yeah, like, yeah, that's exactly the same same. No, exactly. As, no, yeah, yeah. I can't think of one on Enterprise, but that show is just always horny. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, like especially. Yeah, the, the first season is specifically horny. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to think about Voyager. And Voyager is not that horny. I mean, it can be here and there, but not like on an episode basis. Like, the only time no. it's ever horny is when like one character has a B plot where they're trying to get their dick sucked. Or like I don't know. I mean, it's not 
specifically horny, but then like Gary Ryan with the, the skin tight cat suit. Like, yeah, and that well, yeah. that's the thing is like, yeah, she's very hot, but she is like mm-hmm. very asexual coded in that show. Like she, she don't is, like, she don't want to fuck. Sexy. Yeah, that's what made like when she was like when they're trying to push the Chicote like seven romance, it just felt completely bizarre right. because that uh, just like, like seven had no sort of like sexual feelings whatsoever. Like, right. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think. But if I had to choose like a favorite, like horny episode, I think it would be DS Nine. I do feel like fascination. Like I felt, yeah, because like the um, the T the um, the TOS and TNG uh, naked now episodes, mm-hmm. like I felt were kind of just like kind of cringy almost, and um, especially like the scene where you know data fucking he's like doing like woo, <laughs> you know, he's like in the but that's where we get uh, that's where we get fully functional and programmed and multiple is. techniques but mm. i do feel like like uh everyone was like played off the point being being like straight up horny and uh mm. and fascinated i thought i thought that did a good job yeah and i like their explanation really of it too because you know with uh naked time and naked now they just recycled poly water right yeah, but then and yeah. in in the DS Nine one fascination, uh, the explanation was it was part of Luxana Troy's menopause. Was yeah. basically like she was going through like the Betazoid menopause, and like because of that, like everyone around her was getting horny, uh, which mm-hmm. which is sick as fuck, and I like that. You know, they don't really talk about Betazoid and Betazoids that much in the series, and so no, always, we didn't really get to see their planet at all. I mean, I guess not because, like, that would have been like a nightmare to film because, like, really? people just walk around naked. <laughs> yeah, and that would have been not a nightmare for me to film, my friend. <laughs> no, I would have. I'm like, I'm a camera person, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. But, yeah, but I mean, there's also like you know other little horny episodes. You but know, get, like, but then I'm trying to think of new track. There, there is some definite horniness in lower decks, but other than oh, that. Yeah, None of the I shows. Discovery is kind of like a, like a, a sexual show almost. What is Discovery? Yes, Discovery is entirely sexless. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. They they have sexy people in there, and like some of them have sex. I don't know. Like Mirror Georgiou was pretty sexy, and she fucked. But oh like, yeah, she did fuck. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. It, it was almost like more like a. I don't know. A lot like comical way or something or just like show how aggressive yeah. she is and stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like a sexy for sexiness's sake or, Hey, this person's sexy. It was always like this person's powerful and fucks. Um, yeah. So I don't know. They mm-hmm. Yeah. We could definitely <laughs> use a horny episode of strange new worlds. I'll say that right here. The cast is very hot and I'd like to see him be oh, sexy. So we did get to see, like, you know, like, uh, uh, post-coitus, uh, uh, Pike, you know, in bed during, like, the, uh, during the, the, the child killing episode. Yeah, we also got to see post-coitus, uh, to pull and Spock in that one episode, I believe. Mm, yeah. So we know they be, be mating, doing mating rituals. Yeah, they, 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 they be slapping ugly, but they be doing that. Oh, yeah. All right, you want to move on? Yeah. All right. So Iggy 
Uh, no, I won't ma- mention names on here. Sorry. Um, so oh, one of our Patreons just posted a picture of uh, him wearing the Protect Trans Kid shirt with uh, with uh, William Shatner. Oh, he already got that. That's awesome. Uh, electric bath. Yeah. yeah. No, he we we yeah. we actually like planned that. He uh, we we talked a while. He was wondering who she he should wear that in front of, and I was like, good question. And so we we discussed it on our discord on the patrons only channel if you want to get into fun stuff like that join our discord everybody um so awesome question here which shuttle design do you think is the most uncomfortable to have sex in the back of runabouts included Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, none of them, like, a lot of, like, yeah, runabouts definitely don't look comfortable to me half the time. Like, mm-hmm. remember that one episode where, like, um, uh, Picard and Wesley were, like, on it for, like, what, 36 hours or something? They're just sitting on little, like, uncomfortable benches in front of what, sitting in front of each other mm-hmm. the entire time. I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare to me. It's like, yep. it's like basically like the, uh, the setup of a, of like a city bus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can see, yeah, like, well, like one of the TNG runabouts being like just uncomfortable. Like, does, does it, like it's hard. I don't even know where they put the bathroom on them. Like, I don't know. Well, this is this is just asking which one's the most uncomfortable to have sex in the back of. Hmm. So for me, if we're including it, the um, you know the 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 little thing that's uh, data and. Picard drive inside the ship on Nemesis. Mm-hmm. That thing's super tiny. That would suck to have sex in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say the runabout because, like, if we're including like you know the Constitution like uh, level you know ships and like that have like actual like fucking dank ass bedrooms and shit, like I feel those like those would be fine to have sex in, like. Like, or because especially if they have like this giant ass, like, because usually at the back they have that's where they have the um, um, uh, the shuttle bays and stuff that are just like large and mm-hmm. like uh, a lot of room, you know, you can probably put down, you know, probably open some of those crates and there's probably like, you know, something you can put down, mm-hmm. you know, or just like, or use for leverage or whatever. So I feel like, you know, the big ships are, are fine. Like, that, yeah. would, that would be fine. But oh, like, yeah, like the, yeah, the ones they yeah. use on, like, DS9 and stuff have plenty of room. Like, they think they even have quarters oh, in yeah. them sometimes. Yeah, but I would have to say, I, I think it would definitely, for me, it would have to be, like, one of the runabouts, specifically the one that, like, you know, Riker and Wesley were on, where they're just, like, mm-hmm. sharing sandwiches and <laughs> just sitting and just sitting there in, in, in front of each other uncomfortably for, like, a day. <laughs> Yeah, half. do you think do you think Riker masturbated in front of him? Oh yeah, cool. I would say so. I mean, I mean, he has a medical condition. I've been I've been diagnosed with the horny. I'm sorry, Wes. Yeah, sorry, Wes. Like, look, yeah, I have this medical card that makes it exempt. You can't. He pulls out a weed medical card and is always horny <laughs> me- medical card. Yeah, it's like good. one of the or one of those like medical cards will print out themselves to say that they're exempt from wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sovereign citizen. I can masturbate yeah. wherever I want. Uh, sir, is that Starfleet issued? No, it's Riker it's, issued. Okay? I printed it out in Starbucks, so it's Starbucks issued. Welcome to the United States of Riker, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. 
All right. Uh, next question. Can you imagine how sticky the floors in a board cube must be? Yeah, it does. I always wondered about that because, like, because you never I'm see the board cleaning, which I think is weird. I, and I assume, like, I'm assuming that job probably goes to like small motorized like uh, Roombas, robots, pop, like right. Yeah, it's like kind of like Roombas, something that fucking clean up. But then I also don't think they generate a lot of stuff. Because for one, like they're in space. Like I'm not even sure if they even have an atmosphere within the. Yeah, um, do do the Borg do the Borg do a pee pee poo poo? I don't think so. And if they do, there's probably like a little like attachment. You know, it's kind of like like a tube, but they go into like their spaces thing. Oh yeah, like, like a, a, a uh huh, like a, a catheter yeah, kind of. Yeah, a catheter type thing goes up your butthole or keyhole and uh, and just like suck a, it a, into a butt catheter, if you will. <laughs> butt catheter and. So yeah, I I like the same. Like I don't see them actually being very dirty, to be honest. Like, I mean, they uh, look dirty, it. but I think that's more of just like their body is atrophied and uh, something. Yeah, like I'm not even sure if because the dust is just like mostly like shedding the skin of skin cells, but like they're essentially dead. So I don't even think they're like their body's producing new skin cells to be replaced. Mm. So I don't think they're even like shedding like you know. Uh, skin cells or anything that would create dust, or you, like, and they're not eating anything mm-hmm. or pooping on the floor. Do you? Do you and think they that, probably have Roomba working on stuff. So here's a like a uh, couple couple things here. Do you think their balls are still making cum? And also, um, follow up to that. Like after you die, you keep producing hair and nails, and so your nails get longer, and you like, mm. start to grow little bit of a beard and stuff like why don't any also i guess just straight up why don't any of the borg have beards i don't think i've ever seen a borg with a beard have you no i mean they seem to lose all their body hair and they become bored That's a, and i'm wondering hmm. if they maybe there's something that keeps them from Ooh, um, you know what you're really selling me on the borg here they're all smooth <laughs> yeah exactly yeah oh, they're hey, all like smooth hairless. twinks holy shit dude this is this is where i need to go <laughs> Yeah, and you won't be responsible for your actions. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah, they're fucking communist, and they're all, like, smooth <laughs> twinks, and they just hang out on the computer all day together. That's And you get a butt catheter, and that sucks out your poo-poo. Mm, yeah, fucking uh, love butt catheter. Well, what, 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 happens with, what happens with your cum, though? Yeah, I'm guessing. I, I, I'm not, they're not producing hair. I'm not, I don't even care if they're producing cum. Like, I wonder if they just become, like, kind of sterile. And, or... I mean, well, obviously, like, I guess, like, the Borg cube kind of, like, does extract it. Because, like, you know, we saw that they make Borg babies. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they, if they do extract, you know, cum and eggs and then, like, and then, and, you God, know. God, I'd do, love like, to have that job. Be like, hey, can I, yeah. always, can I, can I, can I suck it out like I'm siphoning gasoline? <laughs> or the way they mix it is, like, it, 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 shoots, it shoots the cum and the egg into, like, another board's mouth, and he switches with it. Like, it's, like, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like mouthwash. And it he switches it with it for nine months. <laughs> like, and then spits it into a tube, and then, like, that baby grows out of it. So, yeah, I, I guess they do produce cum and stuff and egg, and egg, and have, have egg too, so they can make, like, the baby board. Yeah, how do you think board cum tastes? pretty gross i mean probably t- or, you know it probably does taste like it's been in the fridge why <laughs> you know because like, it's kind of like you know they're just kind of cold and kind of like it probably has like a weird mechanical taste you no, know no, kind no, of like no they're not cold at all they keep the the borg vessel at like 90 something uh, degrees sure. fahrenheit 
Yeah, the Borg are actually super I'm, warm. I'm, but I'm thinking it probably does have like a chemical taste to it, like just because it's like they have so much like weird. Oh yeah, you know like, they got probably, that battery cum for sure. Yeah, it probably tastes like a runoff from an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> you know a thing or two about that. Pat thirsty. Pat thirsty. Walk to walk to bathroom, walk to uh, the kitchen, or just drink the air conditioner water. <laughs> it gives me superpowers. It makes me extra cold. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's an important question. Moving on. What's your favorite Pringles flavor? Ah, huh. I like actually just like normal ones. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Pringle fan, honestly. Really? Why not? Uh, my hands are too big for the tube. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you know you can you know you can like pour them out and stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know the tube. I I never like the tube. And also, like the tube, once you're done with it, you can um. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, in a Christian way, you can you can marry the tube once you're done. (laughs) Did you did you see that um that thread? I mean, it was on something where a guy stuck his dick inside of an M and M tube. Oh, like oh yeah, like the the M and M's mini tube. Yeah, the M&M, M&M's mini tube. That's a small and ass tube. Stuck. Yeah, I, I think he was flaccid or something. I'm not sure. So that's like, you know, it's like kind of just something in, but it got stuck. <laughs> because, you know, there's no air hole or anything. And it's kind of like, you know, those like global, like weird um, uh, shoes that are suddenly become popular. Like, um, uh, But yeah, he got his tube stuck. He's got his dick stuck into it. And he's asking um, everyone online how to extract like a. Uh, a film, uh, another cylinder-like object from the from the Eminem's making up uh, you know, tube. You know what happened is he was probably watching some Tucker Carlson, and uh, Tucker was talking about the sexy Eminem, the green Eminem. Oh yeah. And this guy sees that and he's like, "I'm a fuck me an Eminem," and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I have to say though, if we're going by chip, uh, I'm definitely an Uts man. You're it's, an Uts man. Same. They don't even have Uts around here. Uts, I know. Uts don't I can get only find sold them. like west of Pennsylvania. I can only find them, and there, there's some uh, like Fred Meyer has like a variety thing that they sell here, and I get to have them. But they're but they're legitimately my so, favorite chip. So Uts Uts are interesting because there's something in between like a potato chip and a Pringle. You know, you know what I'm saying? They are. They're not. They're not greasy. They're not. What I like about Pringles is they're not that greasy, and like and and Uts aren't. A very greasy chip. They're very crisp and very crisp. Yeah, have, have, have a good um, you know, flavor flavor to chip ratio. Because like I love um, the crab chip that they have. Uh huh. Crab, crab chip, perfect. I love that chip. Great chip. And of course, uh, uh, the regular plain uh, chip is my favorite. Like those are like, it, like seriously, a chip like this. Up uh, plain are the best. Put into sandwiches. Wow. Hands down. If you're looking to make a potato chip sandwich, us are the chips you want to go with. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to make a potato chip sandwich, perhaps uh, perhaps reconsider all your decisions. <laughs> it's literally all just carbs, people. It's not. It's 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 like it's like poisoning your body with bread. Okay, just don't. Uh. Don't do that. Uh, I, for one, uh, encourage you to make potato chip 
So I'm I'm not a doctor, but I'm also not an idiot. So don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to shuffle off this mortal coil. Don't don't kill our Patreon supporters. The rest of you can eat a potato chip sandwich, but if you pay us monthly, please don't. Please don't. Please, whatever you do. I need your subscription money. Don't die. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, All right, let's move on here. How about how about this one? Uh, Who wins in a fight? Worf controlling Quark. Or General Martok. Oh, so Martok's not controlling anybody. It's just like it's just General um, Martok. Mm. Mm. So it's Worf controlling Quark. I think wasn't that on the episode where he like had to get back with his ex-wife or something? Yeah. And so Worf, yeah, like or whatever, uh, like made him look cool by controlling him with remote mm-hmm. controls or some shit. Yeah. So General Martok hmm. or Worf controlling Quark? I would say, then, I mean, at CS9 Worf, where he actually is kicking ass, he actually wins fights. There's, there's, only, one, there's only one answer. Hmm. Martok wins. There's no other Martok way. General, because General Martok already, he defeats Worf in hand-to-hand combat. Um, on that episode, I think, Soldiers of the Empire... The episode where he invites uh, Worf to the house of Martok, like he mm-hmm. Martok bests him and but doesn't kill him because he knows that like Worf is doing it for his own good. It's a it's it's a beautiful episode. It's one of the best bromance episodes at all of Star Trek and one of my favorite episodes altogether. Yeah. We fucking yeah, love like, Martok. And that's the thing you have to say. Like, okay, they're both warriors, but Quark does have the physical disadvantage of being a Ferengi and not as physically strong and as fucking tiny. Yeah, like Ar- Armin Shimmerman, mm-hmm. like as a person, is not a big person. He's only like 5'4". Yeah, a, a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.G. Hertzler is much, much bigger. And also, like, Martok is a fucking... He's one of the greatest warriors in all of Klingon history. Mm-hmm. Why would you fuck with him? Why would you ever <laughs> fuck with Martok? Better question than who wins a fight is why are these two fighting? Everyone loves Martok. Everyone loves Martok. <laughs> All right. Maybe uh, they're kind of doing like a, um, a uh, American Gladiator fight fight. Ooh, that would be fun. I'd, I'd enjoy oh, that. Yeah. yeah, just uh, kind of an exhibition match. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I don't know if Klingons would do that, though, necessarily, like for entertainment. Maybe. All right, so next question. I don't know if you're qualified to answer this anymore, but uh, what's the best Trek episode or movie to watch when you're stoned? Hmm. So for yeah, me, you go. What do you have? Um, it's, it's going to be a couple different things. So... Immediately, what comes to mind is Star Trek: The Motion Picture, on like the biggest screen oh, possible. Absolutely. It's so atmospheric. It's made for being super stoned and just going like, "Yeah, whoa." Um, it's not mm-hmm. great when you're not stoned a lot of the time, but that's definitely an awesome movie to watch when you're high as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got here. You know, DS Nine, uh, and then like, so 
more comical DS9. So pretty much most things with like O'Brien, Bashir, Quark, Odo, Rom that doesn't have to do with like war. Like all that stuff is always going to be pretty fun to watch when you're stoned. Um, T. You know which one would probably. Hmm? You know which one would probably suck is uh, the clown episode of Voyager. Oh, that's too much, man. No, with, like with Michael McKean, with Michael McKean, like yeah, that one. That one's like um, it's visually interesting, mm-hmm. but Michael McKean seriously plays like one of the most terrifying characters. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a it's a downer, man. <laughs> like I wouldn't watch that yeah. one. So. Um, like. There's a ton. Uh, a fucking threshold. Threshold is exactly what you should watch when you're stoned. Oh, yeah. You know what? I might actually go with that. That might be the best episode to watch while you're stoned. I don't know if I've ever watched it sober, but I've probably watched the thing like a dozen times stoned because it's hilarious yeah. and it's a fucking mess. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, like, and, yeah, especially like the part where it's just like the, the little salamanders just like, oh, just like walking around his uh, world wordlessly is absolutely hilarious (laughs) nothing makes sense nothing matters and by the end of the Mm -hmm. episode everything's reversed and they never talk about it again i love it it's so dumb yeah and yeah i think any episode that also like kind of um like introduces some sort of like ethical or like a quandary a moral quandary that really makes you think especially when you're stoned then it'll just take your brain to some really fucked up weird places and kind of just like also kind of explore greater questions about yourself indeed like, yeah. like am I a man or am I a salamander <laughs> yeah. that just depends on what you're also, also you're also you're taking because like yeah like I feel like we kind of like dog this brain and like but I know like uh uh, one of the last things I watched, you know, I, I did mushrooms and I watched um, Princess Mononoke. That was pretty good. Like cool. that, like that was that was just very cool to just watch. You know, it was like you know, just a you know, beautiful looking and just like nature and stuff, and just you know, made, made me feel good. Hell yeah! But that's that. But that's why, I like, you know, I've also gravitated more towards like you know, visually interesting things, you know, and um, um, mushrooms. But yeah, just we like. Uh, like I think if I like, um, I would probably watch uh, the episode um, with um, w- with Alexander when they go with uh, when he's hanging out with Swan of Troy. Yeah, and they go to that weird fucked up place. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, <laughs> there's jugglers and there's like there's like uh, there's like the mud baths and oh, and uh, and uh, just the guy saying like the higher the fewer. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that would just be just be like really cool to just like just like face out on you know that that would be pretty cool you're not wrong not wrong (laughs) all right here's another question i think more for me but i guess for both of us listener asks how much time do you devote to your podcast do you find yourself lacking free time since you both have day jobs do you do you see a point where this could be your day job I mean, what, what's your answer on that? You spend most of the this time, like you spend all the time researching and writing the notes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So on a weekly basis, I mean, it really depends. So I'd say for like for a regular episode, I probably take between two to four hours of notes. 
Um, mm. And then for, you know, something like uh, the animated series or uh, Prodigy or something a little shorter, it's more like an hour to two hours. Um, mm. And then, I mean, so so this is hard for me to answer because, you know, I'm doing, if it's just the podcast, especially now mm-hmm. since uh, we, we made it so I don't have to edit or anything anymore, I spend, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I'd say 10 to 15 hours a week on it. Mm. Yeah, just on the podcast. Um, and, you know, yeah, that's that's including, like, the time I watch the shows, I guess. But, yeah. yeah, how, yeah. how about you? Well, I just kind of, like, watch the shows and... <laughs> Show up, yeah. Show up it's probably, like, six, seven hours for you. Yeah. Uh, second question. Yeah. Do you find yourself lacking free time since we both have day jobs? Yeah, well, my job takes up so much of my time already. Yeah, yeah, Pat I works. Another, I, got, I got another... Next week, I got another. Uh, I've mandatory. I have uh, mandatory overtime. Yeah. So, so for those not in the know, Pat's a welder. Um, he works uh, four ten-hour days every week, but his company for the past like year or so has been making him work a mandatory uh, fifth day, like every yeah. other week to every week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so every other week we have to work uh, another ten-hour shift on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, for for the past what like uh, year or so, Pat's been living in Tacoma and working in Redmond, <laughs> which is like a one hour drive at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, thankfully I'm pretty much like on his way home from work. But uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, I get uh, he's gonna be moving I to will be Seattle. Closer, yeah, uh, next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be that'll be cool. It'll be cool to have you closer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not have to uh, not not pass out in my car while driving home. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do that. I do that. I do that coming home from work. I was doing that coming home from work the other day. Bad. Like I was, that's real bad, man. I was I was driving and like my eyes kept shutting and I was like, oh god, <laughs> no, don't do that. No, um, that's why I wish that we actually had like an infrastructure that allowed to train. That'd be cool. You know, That'd be cool. I, I, I they think. they will have a light rail down to Tacoma, and I I think it's scheduled for like twenty forty eight. No boy, twenty forty eight. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So I mean, your children yeah, will be able well, to use it. Well, I'll be living near the light rail coming soon, so that'll be really nice. Oh, I can yeah. Not use my car as much to navigate places. Indeed. Um, so, do I find myself lacking free time since I have a day job? Um. So, yes and no. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, because I do the merch operation, like, sometimes the merch operation, like, takes a, like, a significant amount of time. Like, I'd say for every, for every $100 worth of orders, I probably work one to two hours. And so, um, you know, there's been weeks where we've done, like, over $1,000 worth of orders I mean, there's been days where we've done over $500 worth of orders and I basically like work a full like 10 to 12 hour day to fill all those. Uh, and mm. so, so at points I have definitely, I mean, this, this has been my day job basically for like a couple weeks, like during December, I didn't really go to my other job much at all. I would, cause I was so fucking busy filling orders here. Um, mm-hmm. so th- this is a thing definitely, especially with the merch operation stuff that I think might eventually just become 
my sole source of income. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, which is cool, I guess. It'd be it'd be nice to get it to, you know, where, like, the podcast was big enough to where we could worry less about merch and just have people pay us to talk. But, uh... <laughs> the dream. Yeah, that's, that's living the dream. But as it is, uh, my memes and my merch, uh, people like to pay for, for, for the merch a lot more than they do us talking, I guess because maybe it's a physical product and not just our nebulous voices talking about communist yeah. shit and horny shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, this, this is definitely a thing that could definitely be my day job eventually. And uh, if that is ever the case, then I'll probably just end up like putting putting my my, my full bussy into it, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, put that whole bussy in it. Put that whole bussy into it, you know. All right, so we're gonna close it out on this last question, and this one is actually specifically for me. Oh boy! Someone asks, uh, "Hi, yeah, have you considered making Pat's girlfriend a mod for the Discord?" <laughs> the answer is yes I have considered it and that's all the questions we have for today uh, yeah you you got anything to add here Pat? no I'm good yeah cool um, well I uh, I guess that's questions thanks for joining us um, yeah that was fun my guys keep submitting questions as I thought that was fun to answer everyone's Star Trek questions yeah and- that, that was really fun and more importantly I didn't have to like prepare for an hour or two which made it double oh, fun yeah. for me uh, y'all just fucking I copy pasted your questions thanks everyone who asked a question I really appreciate that yeah we should also come up with some uh, question prompts like ask our, ask our uh, listeners like and, and Patreon what, uh, specific questions about what they like their specific views on Star Trek Oh, I already do all the time. That's like half of, or at least on their Discord. Like, I'm always asking, like, uh, you know, all types of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come join our Discord, everybody. It's super fun. Yeah. That's questions. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, y'all. We got Bye. Questions. Questions.